we'll stop pretending to sit back, relax, and chat back that we believe in. Talk about our favorite comic book, book. our favorite lyric hook, hook. all these new stories of your shady crook. Welcome to the Bad Sun. Welcome to the Bad Sun. Welcome to the crime edition of Bad Sun's Broadcast. Yeah, yeah. What's up? What's up? <laughs> this, is, this is Connor, and I'm here with... Kenny. Hi. This is hopefully going to run a lot smoother than the last one. The last one was pretty rough, because we have two microphones this time. Hello. Hello, hello. So hopefully this is sounding a lot better than the last one. Um, What's uh, today's episode about? It is about crime. Murder. <laughs> Murder. Deception. So... We were trying to think of ideas to do podcasts about. We didn't want to keep going back to comic books. We probably will in the future. So fuck all y'all who don't like that. Mm-hmm. Fuck y'all hate us. Um, so I wanted to start off. I had a couple ideas. Play a couple games. And what were they? Uh, <laughs> the one was uh, a game I stole from a, a podcast called Tell Them Steve Dave called uh, The One True Three. Whoa. So basically what Connor's going to do... We'll probably save it for a little bit later. Is he's gonna give me uh, three things? One of them is true, but it's the crime edition. So essentially, what is it? It's I didn't know that. something. It's not. It's kind. I guess kind of. Kind of. Well, everything you do is pretty fucking yeah. bad egg. Yeah. If you were a bad egg, you'd be what? A oh, deviled egg. Yeah. Oh shit! Shit! Shit, shit bitch! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then what was the next segment we were talking I had, about? I had another one. It's, um, I looked on, I think the majority of them are on Huffington Post. I found really fucked up news stories. And a lot of them are going to be some crazy ass crime stories and just like weird laws being broken. So I'm going to get Connor to guess whether it is a man or a woman who committed these crimes. Okay. So if you hear some clicking around, that's because I'm using my laptop. And if you don't like it, well... I am sorry for that, but you're going to have to deal with it because we do not get paid to do this. We do it for fun, yeah. and hopefully we do it so people can listen. This is for you. This this is for you. Um, we sacrificed. If you feel like it, if we're talking to you, then we're talking to you. And what's the other segment? Uh, we're going to list five of our favorite crime movies, which I think would be a great thing to start off the podcast. Yeah, to give you an idea of what we enjoy as crime. So when, when you were a kid, what was your first experience with like crime in the real world? Because I know when I was a kid for a really long time, I basically thought everybody was good. There was no evil. I thought evil was all stories and shit. Yeah. And it wasn't until I think there was a car accident or something and this guy was like threatening to, I don't even remember specifically, but do you remember what like your first encounter with like real life crime was? It was in elementary school, but yeah, basically, uh, is helping one of the, the kids I was friends with break branches off a tree, and then oh, that's we, we like got in that's shit. number one law breaking yeah. rule. Oh yeah, we oh, we God. got put in detention, and uh, I got in shit, guilty by association. I just watched the just... David Milgard documentary with my mom, and uh, I basically got tried for a crime I did not commit. And but was... you just said you were breaking the branches off well, of trees. I, I didn't know it was wrong. <laughs> I didn't know I was committing a crime. I didn't know I was and, stealing uh, money from a bank. I thought the guy I was just that, taking it. The guy who I did it with, he's now a big drug dealer. So, you know, things work out. Yeah. Yeah. 
how are you? Uh, like I said, I think it might have been. It was either a car accident of some sort, and somebody was just being a big asshole about it, or actually, I was bullied a lot when I was young. I think I told you this. Yeah. But some kid actually threatened to bring a knife to school to stab me in like yeah. kindergarten. You get him. That was my pretty first fucking deal with bad him. people, man. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Grew well, up, grew up knowing that shit happens, but as long as you're being a good seed, then you're doing what you can. Yes, sir. So, <clears throat> do you have your list with you? Yes, I is do. That, is that why you brought your backpack back inside? No. Nope. Somebody else in the backpack. Hey. So, crime stories. Don't look um, in the box. I have uh, so many, so I will let you go first because I will have a bunch of fucking honorable, honorable mentions because I made two separate lists. And some of them didn't even make the second list, and I didn't even realize. This is for movies? And I just thought of another one that I'd like. Yeah. Movies that are crime movies that uh, impacted you in some way. No, that's, that's later on, bro. Okay. Okay, well, I'll basically start off my <laughs> top five crime movies, and uh, I'll do my honorable mention first, and kind of a reference to what I just said, what's in the box. What's Seven box? is like one of the most fucked up movies. I wouldn't say it's a crime movie. It's more of like a psychological horror thriller. It's pretty fucked up. But is it it's like good. based on a gang or a mob or it's something? It's based on the I've, seven deadly sins. So I've like never seen it. Each person's killed as a sin. And then there's one sin left in the end. And yeah, I don't I don't want to root it. You should have seen it by now because it's not years old, but... This fucking I was going to say, I still haven't seen it. I don't yeah. even know what's in the box. What is oh, in the box? I'm not going to tell you. But Connor, what's in the box? I don't know, man. Okay, so <laughs> the my number five is a kind of a definitive crime movie. It's called Heat. And it's like... <laughs> is that the uh, Sandra Bullock one? With uh, Robert De Niro, I think she might be in it. I don't no, know. it's like it's it. like two years ago. Like the oh, Heat. No, the oh. Heat. No, this is Heat. I don't think she's in it. Like yeah, Melissa just, McCarthy, like the yeah. bigger. I haven't seen this movie for a long time, but I I remember it just being like real intense, and I need to if I ever rob a bank, I need to rewatch it because there's some amazing bank <laughs> scenes. Wouldn't you think like if it was made into a movie that the cops would have all those techniques figured out now just based off of that movie? Yeah, but maybe they're like people are too stupid to do this, and then that's. No, there's no fucking reverse, reverse, reverse. I, we will psychology. we will talk some stories later about stuff that you thought people would be too stupid to do that still fucking did it anyways. Yeah, and you will be surprised at how stupid people are. So number four is from one of the worst Superman directors, but one of the best X Men directors, Brian Singer, and it's uh, the Usual Suspects, and it's fucking amazing. It's a great movie. Who's uh, in that one? Kevin Spacey again, just like Seven, uh, and then. Nicio del Toro's in it, and he he has like the scene. Del Toro. He they're like <laughs> trying to get him to read lines off a page because they're all suspects in this crime, and then they're like, "Okay, hey, just read read the lines on the page." He's like, oh, "I have the fucking keys in the car," and, <laughs> and he just kind of like say the line because he's supposed to be foreign, so he just keeps the fucking keys in the car. But uh, yeah, so that's a fucking great one. It's like a a thriller too. You don't know what's up until the very end. Um, <laughs> Don't know where my list of movies just went. If I just deleted it, I think I did. Okay, so my other ones were. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Shit, uh, that was number two, and then 
That was like number four. Inside Man was like a great one. I thought, well, seven was like an honorable mention. It wasn't on my list, but I thought that was a great crime movie. It's more of a horror. And uh, Inside Man was great. Another like, these are all very like, you don't know until the end movies, which are the part I love about them. So let's just say that's number four because I can't remember the yeah, last one. Yeah, fair enough. I'll I'll let it slide. This My time. last <laughs> and favorite crime movie isn't a movie. What is it? It's Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, dude! And it's incredible. do you actually you actually oh, you play like, that game? The story, the everything about it, like it was amazing. Like, How they hooked in like Trevor the Meth Head and like yeah. and everything it, about it. The ending, it just makes you feel super fucking bad if you do the wrong thing. And Don't then, spoil it because I haven't oh, I, I, won't spoil I had to replay it, it because I got halfway through and then I lost my save file. There's lots of ways to end the game, like lots. And if you don't pick the one, you're basically a fucking asshole and they make you feel terrible. How do they make you feel terrible? I can't tell you, but they make oh, you, man. it tears you apart once you pick the wrong ending and you're like, what am I doing right now? My favorite part about that game is when you... Um, <clears throat> You can meet this drug dealer as random characters. Did you play those ones, the side missions? Where you like smoke his weed and then you have to like kill clowns with a yeah. chain gun. And then like uh, you get abducted by aliens. By, like you get roofied by There's, your son. And you what is there? Oh, and then if you're Franklin and you smoke it, you just you get high and you walk away. Yeah, you just get high and walk away. That's so funny. That game is, I don't know, that game is so good and, and the map's so big. And if you're a gamer and you haven't bought it already, go play Grand Theft Auto V. Cause that shit. We should do a video game one sometime. Yeah. You're not a big Next video episode. game person, but oh yeah. Just because yeah. I don't like Halo, Kenny thinks I don't like video no, games. No, I know a lot of people don't like Halo, but you said so yourself. You're not like a huge gamer. Like oh, you told me that. It's a waste of time. Don't fucking say that. Come at me. Video games and comic books are like your best uses of time. Yeah. Fuck making money. <laughs> True that. So what are your movies, Kenny? My movies. I like I said, I wrote multiple lists. So I'm gonna have to like cross reference and give you some honorable mentions and the ones Top that have ten. have them have like the same ones in common, then it'll be it'll be good to go. So uh, let's go with uh, my number one for sure. I just watched like two nights ago. Yeah. On Blu-ray again, and like it still impresses me every fucking time. It was uh, the Thomas Jane Punisher. Okay, word. I didn't know they made that on Blu-ray. The Punisher. Oh, dude. Uh, it, it was uh, it's like a double feature. It's that one with um. Man, they make lynching look cool. Make no, what? Lynching. Lynching. Yeah. Oh, like that that fucking movie. I love the part where he like <clears throat> gives the grenade to Travolta's son's hand, or like the bomb or whatever, and he like straps the detonator to the roof, and he yeah. says, "Oh, it's gonna be really difficult to hold your hand up here all night," and just like walks away. So the guy literally knows he's gonna fucking die. He doesn't oh, yeah. know when. It's so like. Is it like right after he walks away? It's seriously. People don't give it. No, it's like he's outside talking to Travolta, and Travolta's yeah. like, You've killed my family. And he's like, You've killed my boy. And he's like, No, not not yet. And it's like, oh, And you hear yeah. the explosion and fire and shit. And it's like, No, I killed both your boys. And he just fucking lost it. Oh, yeah. Like that movie super underrated like honestly like i like I, I told you earlier there's the whole scene with the neighbors and shit if they cut that whole like trying to develop like emotions with other people and shit and just kept it a cold action movie without trying to develop any more relationships besides the one with his family 
that movie would have been probably one of the greatest Marvel movies up until probably Guardians or Avengers. That's fair. Like, straight up. It's a property you can do that with, too, and not ruin it by just having it straight action. Like, Warzone. that's the thing. Like, not, not even just that. Like, Punisher is known for being just a cold-hearted fucking killer if somebody does the wrong thing. He had his time. So the fact nice. that, like, the director tried, or the writer, I guess I should say, tried to write in... <clears throat> Him developing a relationship with anybody else. You watch any rendition of, uh, like, even Spider-Man TV show, you read any of the comics and stuff, it's really difficult for the Pun Punisher to, like, get an emotional anything with anybody unless they're also dangerous like he is, like, um, with Elektra. Like, him and Elektra are, like, fucking... They're I, I can't, fucking? Yeah, they're fucking. Oh. But they're, like, they're uh, together, I guess, in a way. Yeah. And, uh... Spoiler alert, I need to tell this to you because I never told it. I glimpsed through the newest issue of Thunderbolts, yeah. and it's Punisher and Elektra talking. And Punisher's like, oh, I remember the first time I saw you. And Elektra's like, well, that wasn't the first time I saw you. And she's like, I went to uh, this park this one sunny day to, uh, there's a hit out on somebody, and I went there to go kill them. Yeah. And it ended up she was supposed to hit his family. The night that his family was killed, or the day his family was killed, so she was there and she watched his family get slaughtered in the park, Jesus, and she didn't nice. fucking tell him. Yeah. And I was like, "Holy fuck!" I didn't read the whole book, so it might be a little bit different, but that's just a spoiler, just in case. But from what I could tell, that's what happened because I just like skimmed through it really quick. What do you think it is about it, them being in a park when they got slaughtered that makes it that much more? Because it's out in the public, anybody can go have. A picnic in the park with their family and yeah. that just makes it that much more fucked up yeah. like i think in the in the movie i liked it too where <clears throat> they wanted revenge and they found out that he had a before his family moved to london they had a big family reunion in like some tropical island yeah so literally both of their family him and his wife's all met up on this tropical island yeah. and the, the the mafia actually went there and slaughtered everybody from yeah. both families so when i say he doesn't have any family left as in the comics, it's like his immediate family, as far as Extended I know. Extended everyone, yeah. Now it's it's everybody in that yeah. movie, and that makes it that much more devastating, which is why I like I like the way that movie was going, where they made him just a cold-hearted, I-don't-give-a-fuck killer, you know? Yeah. That's why that one's my number one. Like, I needed that one to be my number one. What's number two, man? Uh, number two? It's really difficult to choose between these two. I really I have them both on both lists, but... Um, I'm going to say Beverly Hills Cop number one. Shit, man. I just watched it for the first time like a month ago, two months ago. And it's literally... Eddie Murphy is solid fucking gold in that oh, movie. Yeah. And I feel like I didn't put enough thought on my list now. Yeah? I just listed that, yeah. Well, I mean, like, you picked some good ones, though. They're ones I haven't seen, so it, it gives me something to watch. Though, like, but that's okay. We'll throw... Okay, that one's on Connor's honorable okay. mention Sweet. list, right? Thank you. Um... My third one, I would say Lethal Weapon number one. Oof. Fucking Mel Gibson in the 80s. Yeah. I couldn't imagine anybody else playing that character. Well, Just, it was all right to be Mel Gibson. Oh, yeah, back before, you know. Um, I will remember for the rest of my life that fight scene on the lawn with the, the water pouring down on him and uh, who was it? Um, what's his name? Gary Busey. And they're like, have you seen that one? I don't remember it. 
they're like fist fighting in the like the rain. I think it was the first one. They're fist fighting in the rain, and like the cops pull back and they're like, "No, let him do it." And they're like, "He's like beating the fuck out of Gary Busey." Good. It's so fucking like memorable. It's funny how you don't remember it though, but or like where Murtaugh his toilet fucking blows up. The only time I've seen any lethal weapons on TV, never. There's just so many lethal. Often there's so many things with lethal weapon and lethal weapon, such a solid trilogy. Um, that trilogy. Actually, yeah, I'm saying trilogy because I don't really count. I think it was the fourth one. Um, what the Always Sunny remake? The Always Sunny remake. Um, so yeah, the le- I'll just say the Lethal Weapons for that one then for number two or number three, I guess. Uh, number four, I have a couple here. Um, didn't really know which one to pick. I'm gonna say <clears throat> Nothing to Lose with uh, Tim Robbins and Martin Lawrence. Okay, never seen that. So that's how, uh, it's it's basically uh, Tim Robbins works at a, a bank, and uh, he goes home early to surprise his wife one day with flowers, and he's all happy and stoked on life. And he walks in on her banging some guy, or he thinks it's some guy, and he thinks it's her. But it turns out it's her sister that was sleeping with her sister's new boyfriend oh, in their bed. Snap. So he doesn't know this. He fucking loses it. He pieces out. And he goes for a drive, stops at a diner. And, well, he stops to get gas, and Martin Lawrence tries to rob him. And he holds Martin Lawrence hostage in his car and finds out that his gun wasn't loaded and, like, uh, basically, like, takes him along for this, like, ride in this shitty mindset, like, my wife's cheating on me, my job sucks, I have nothing left. Yeah. My life is over. And just fucks with this guy who tried to rob him. Locks yeah. him in the car. Martin Lawrence is like, give me your money. So he throws his wallet out the window and later realizes, oh, fuck, now I don't have any money. Yeah. And they both go on this, like, journey where they, like... They become friends. They become friends, obviously, but they, they honestly, they go back and they rob his boss together, the bank. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's such a funny movie. There's that, and I'll, I'll say it's a tie between that one and Blue Street because they're both Blue Martin Street, Lawrence man. movies and they're both incredible. I was like, going to put that one on my list. What a smart idea. Because he's so, like... Put money in him, the roof and come back years Him later. as a cop is just like... It's perfect. It is. Or as a robber, I guess, not a cop. But yeah, it's just Martin Lawrence. And he was just that big, romantic big interest or something like in the movie where it's like out of his league, but then his humor like allows him to fuck her. Oh, well, it's there's great. that too. But <laughs> just Martin Lawrence was a legend for a while back then, and then Same Big value. Mamas came out, and that was okay. But then Big Mamas too kind of he disappeared for a while. I don't know. You said yeah. something about what was that thing you said? Illuminati or something with Martin Lawrence? Oh yeah, I I don't know. I my opinion is that it actually happened, but Martin Lawrence basically just like lost his shit and was waving a gun around on Times Time Square saying they're trying to get me, and like who the fuck would do that and jeopardize their career just to make a scene like obviously someone was trying to get him so who knows what the fuck's going on in his life we can't judge yeah, yeah Pray, praise Martin praise Martin I, I really hope he makes a comeback I miss that dude yeah I, I don't is he alive yeah I haven't seen him in a while absolutely well Martin Lawrence if uh, you're listening well, to this by some podcast. fucking crazy chance we appreciate you and everything you've done oh, my we friend do. we, yes. sal- we salute you here and, in the, and Tim Robbins we appreciate time. you too yeah, Shawshank. Shawshank is... Don't kill yourself. Please don't. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> the other ones I have here, 
I have two, and one will be an honorable mention because. Sean Shake? No. Um, one is uh, the latest remake of Dread. Oh. Have you seen that movie? It's a great movie. It's such a good fucking movie. Other like, than one major flaw. What's that? The fact that they're just killing people because they're dealing with a drug that's basically like an oxy. That's not the only reason they're killing people, though. They're killing people because this girl is making people inhale this drug, and then she's slaughtering them while they live life in slow motion. She's skinning them alive, making them feel their entire skin be peeled off their body, and then she throws them off of, what is it, 500-story building? Yeah, I don't even know. In slow motion, and they fall to their death. So I, I'm pretty sure that's why they're they're okay. trying to stop them, and it's not because of the drug dispersal. That's fair enough. But uh, yeah. I thought it was just like some fucking <laughs> conservative propaganda thing wrapped up in like a really pretty awesome movie. But yeah, yeah. it was good. I liked. Uh, I liked. Uh, I don't know if it was supposed to be Judge uh, Death or whatever, but yeah, it was his like enemy in the movie is pretty fucking cool too. I really liked the. Um, the fact that they had that uh, telekinetic worked into it too, mm-hmm. I thought that was a really unique thing. Yeah, I, I really hope there's like 2000 AD movies that come out more in the future because such a great comic book property that's not owned by any of the big two that could be developed in some fucking huge like a full universe. It is a full universe. If they do that, it'd be perfect. Um, like the Zosser from Zilk. If you're listening and you made the Zosser from Zilk comic book, please make a movie. I have no idea what that is. But yeah, uh, the creator of Reboot actually like contributed to the comic book. Really? Yeah. So he's gonna be here. Comic Book Expo 2014. That's in a couple weeks. Yeah. So we'll be there. Who knows? Maybe we'll get a Zosser Zilk movie. Yeah, maybe. maybe Reboot won't. style. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> um, not. So I have two honorable mentions. One just popped in my head, and I can't believe I forgot it. I would consider it a crime movie, though. Looper. Okay, yeah, that's a great one. I really love that movie. As soon as I said telekinetic, it just popped in my head. And I was uh, like, it's it's brought me to some of my darkest thoughts as far as uh, mob mentality. It's like such a cool, like futuristic mob mentality that someone's running away and it's like the future selves just cut up their younger self and they'll it's, slowly get cut up in the future it's so crazy like uh he messages did, on their arms he did a really great job with that movie too i don't think there was like one it was kind of a longer movie too and i don't think there was like one period of time during that whole movie where i was just kind of like when is it gonna get to the next point you know yeah so that movie was really good. Another one a lot of people will agree with, but a lot of people will also disagree with. Honorable mention. Uh, Drive. You ever watch that one? It's a little... Uh, Ryan Gosling. Would you consider that one a movie. crime movie? Yeah. yeah. I would say it's a little, bit of a little bit of a Nancy movie, as you said, as well. But Do you think the Drive, when he's, Looper, and Dread when all his take place fucking in the same... foot get pushed into that guy's face in the elevator? Yeah. That was a cool... That like, was like... Most random fucking scene. Oh, my movie. God. That, that yeah. fucking won me over right there. Yeah. And like... So intense. That made Ryan Gosling solidified as a badass in my mind. Like, he's always been a badass. Yeah. Did you know he got his start in... Uh, I heard this recently. He got his start in... I think it was a Goosebumps episode. Oh, yeah. Are You Afraid first of the Dark, isn't it? Is Are You Afraid of the Dark? I think that so. is Are You Afraid of the Dark. That's pretty cool, though. I didn't even know that. Um, I don't know if you quite heard me, but do you think that Looper and Dread take place in the same universe? 
Holy fuck. I didn't even Wouldn't think about that. Be cool that. If, like, that would be pretty cool. Who knows? Um, loopers in Kansas, it would make sense that it's just like a big city in Kansas. and then, Mega city one. Yeah, and mega cities in New York or wherever. You know, it's possible, LA. I guess. I guess mega city would be LA, I assume. Yeah, that'd be interesting yeah. if they actually made that work. Um, and then the Zosser from Zilk will come out. What are those exactly? I'm just going to let people look it up. Well, fucking guy. I can show you a picture. Uh, I need to postpone this restart because it's all like restarting in 15 minutes. Um, that scared the shit out of me. So the next thing we're going to do is we will talk. Actually, you do your one, two, three next, and then we'll talk about. Okay, so. So, I like I can't remember one, one, two, three. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe. Oh, that's like a psychedelic, like, yeah. it's like a psychedelic, cosmic motherfucker. Yeah, was it made in the 70s or what? Uh, nope, it was made recently for the 2008 imprint. And really? Yeah, he's basically an alien from a planet called Zilk and interacts with Dread and other people, I assume. And he's he's fairly new? Yeah, there's just the one column. Hmm. So I'd leave my one tree three. Okay. Um, I can kind of remember them. Um, so the first would basically be in elementary school, I had a friend who was like taunting me and he basically, I told him like not to, he's calling me a pussy and shit and he, I told him not to call me a pussy or else I'd do something and he just kept doing it and like making faces at me and I basically just snapped and I ended up stabbing him in the hand with a pencil. In the hand with a pencil? Yeah, so that's, that's one. Okay. Um, the other one is in high school, I ended up ODing on uh, mushrooms. So I had to get my stomach pumped, and then I just tripped the fuck out. I don't know, I don't even remember, and then I woke up in the was hospital. It, was it an accidental overdose, or were you just, like, just taking lots? Thinking oh, no, that it was accidental. And, like, my dad was all upset with me, and I was, like, crying, and... I was like all fucked up. And then the very last one was I went out to a lake and I swam out too far. And then I started swimming back in and realized that like I, uh, I couldn't touch the ground and I thought I was like drowning. And and like I, I like started like, like waving at people on the shore. And then they started swimming out for me and I, I realized I was like close enough in. I just touched the ground and then walked to the shore. So, so the first one, he stabbed it, stabbed a kid in the in the hand in elementary school. Yeah, I just had a any questions? remix there, right? Yeah. The second one, you overdosed on mushrooms. Yeah. In the third school. one, you almost drowned. Yeah. So the first one, what grade were you in? This is like grade happened? six. Grade six. <laughs> and the kid was just teasing you. Yeah, he just, I don't know, they are teasing me for a while. Like were you guys, weeks. like, in the classroom when you stabbed him in the hand? Yeah. Or so you were in the classroom. We used to sit with our desks in, like, fours, all facing each other. Yeah. And he was, like, beside me. And then I just snapped on him because he kept trying to fuck with me, and I got you know, really rattled. That one I kind of believe. Um, the second one... Second one, I don't believe. I don't believe you overdosed on mushrooms because you told me a similar story once 
about you getting blackout drunk and you had to get your stomach pumped and your dad got pissed at you about yeah. that, right? Yeah. So that one is false for You're sure. Correct. Okay. The first one, is that one true? You have to keep going. After you get the last two? Yeah. Um, the last one was you almost drowned. So, oh man, that one was kind of weak compared to the other ones. Um, that one's possible. I mean, you almost, by almost drowned, you didn't think you could touch the ground, but you touched the ground anyways when people tried swimming out. But like I was, I was like, I, I was like swallowing water and shit and the current kept like pushing me out. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, there's a current in so the lake. So it was like serious, yeah. It's like a salt water lake. Which lake? Uh, Redbury. Was it, uh, what were you doing at Redbury? Um, my girlfriend at the time was sailing. She like how used to like you? sail. How old were you? Uh, however you old you are at the end of grade 12. Oh really? It was like fairly recent? Yeah. I didn't even... See, that one I feel like you would have told me. I don't feel like you would have like freaked out as much about that at such an old age. That one's false. The first one's true? Eh, really? The last one's true. I actually swam out too far. And then it's all salt water, so you can't go under. And my girlfriend was in like sailing there. She went there for like sailing competitions and I just decided to go in the water. I was like, you know what? Everyone's in their sailboats. They're out there. If I get out too far, one of them can just come pick me up in the sailboat. And I swam out and then I look around. I'm like really, really far out because the waves are like helping push me out. So I can just yeah. get like, I was like, it was like uh, Gattaca. It was like save nothing for the way back. I fucking save nothing for the way back. Swam all the way out there and then I look around and she had already docked her boat. And then uh, everyone else is like docking their boats and they're all like kind of like cleaning off their shit, taking off their life jackets to go in. And I start like swimming as hard as I can. Every time I make it a meter, the wave pushed me back like 0.5 of a meter. And Jesus. I actually, I thought I was going to drown. I started swallowing water. I started going under. So luckily you touched the bottom. Well, I just kept on every time I come back up from going under. I just like, like swim as much as I could. And after like two minutes of it, I just started like, I had just enough breath to be like, just started yelling like help and waving my arms. And then like the one guy she used to sail with like takes off his shirt and he started running in to go get me. And then that's when. Uh, you touched the ground? Yeah, I basically just went right to the bottom that time because it was like my final time going down. And I was like a foot down and then I just, as soon as I hit the ground, because I had no like lung, like lung power left to even have air to help me float up. I just like ran like three steps and my head came out of the water and then I like jumped up and got air and I just kept on jumping up and I luckily didn't drown but it was like a very close call that's crazy and I never stabbed a friend with a pencil no no <laughs> you had me there because yeah. I almost fell for that one okay what are yours you actually got me uh yes. I didn't, I didn't First have time one I've ever time. got Kenny on one true three I'll think of a different one Shit. uh for next time maybe or another time what's wrong with yours I didn't bring one because oh, okay. I had it. I had it figured out, and then I forgot about it. Can't look at these. So we're gonna play a game now. Yes. Um, did you know it's gonna be called? Uh, did you know that? What did you know that? Is that what it is? No, this isn't. Did you know that? Because this is bitch or bow. Bitch or bow. This is called. Uh, Was it a bitch or a bow? Bay or baby. No. Uh, Let's just say, uh, was it a man or was it a woman? 
Is this a man or? It's a working title, so just deal with it. TBA. Okay, so the way it works is I found a bunch of news stories that I bookmarked. I'm going to read you the news story, and uh, you will tell me whether this crime was perpetrated by a man or a woman. For bonus points, you will tell me whether or not, if there's an accomplice, whether or not their accomplice was a man or a woman. Okay. So With all the money, Kenny. I'm just going to say blank instead of the term for either man or woman, he or she. I'm going to say blank did this, okay? Okay. So the first one is... Blank suspected of stealing 200 panties from mall. Okay, so you have a pretty good idea of what it, who it might be, but you I'm most likely it's will a guy. be most likely will be surprised. I think it's a guy. Authorities are investigating the theft of 200 pairs of panties at an East Georgia shopping mall. Um, they say the thief thief stole the panties from Victoria's Secret shortly before noon Saturday. Uh, the Augusta Chronicle reports this, that security video shows a blank entering the store and stuffing the underwear into a large shopping bag. Authorities said that they left without paying for the merchandise valued at $1,900. Was it a male? You actually think it's a guy? I think it's a male. It is a guy. You got that one. Ding, ding, ding. Because you know the what? Same thing. <clears throat> that one I thought I would trick you with because I don't know about you, but every girl I've ever known likes expensive underwear. Yeah. And if somebody was desperate enough for a nice clean pair of underwear, that yeah. they a girl would run in there and just steal steal as much underwear as they could. Shit, I'm telling you, man. It's better than half coins. You did a good one though. That was a good one. So that's I'll actually mark that down. We'll keep track of whether you get right or wrong. One point. So we'll go right or wrong. Right? Yeah, good bitch. Wrong. Yeah. So uh, you're gonna do a game. You're gonna do some games for the next one when we decide what it is. I'm gonna make you do some work for once, okay. just so you know. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> so uh, that one I will close. So that is one for right. Woo. Let's see. Next one. <laughs> uh, blank jailed after calling and texting X two thousand one hundred. Or no, 21,807 times. This sounds like a chick. So, a French person, I'm going to say person, is reportedly now behind bars after calling and texting their ex 21,807 times. This is on Huffington Post. The last one was also on Huffington Post. Uh, according to Agence Francaise Presse, the 33-year-old, who has not been named, was slapped with a 10-month prison sentence, uh, six of which were suspended, and a $1,300 fine this week after hounding their ex with the deluge of texts and calls over a 10-month period following their breakup in 2011. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, 21,307. Okay, I think this is a guy. Why do you think it was a guy? Because some females do this, but a lot more guys do this. You actually think so? I think a lot of males are a lot more unstable. See, I'm really worried that you're actually seeing the answers to this mm -hmm. shit. No. But yeah, you're right. It was a guy. Okay. That's fucking crazy, eh? Mm -hmm. I believe it. Like, some girls are clingy, but not a lot. And then every girl's emotional. 
Well, you've had some experiences with some pretty clingy fucking dudes after chicks break up with them, right? I've I've had experiences like that too, and that's just the way it is. Like, motherfuckers, if you're out there and this is your first girlfriend, she's going to break up with you. She's gonna break your heart. Just let her go. Just let it go. Just let her go because you you'll find someone new. You know what might happen? You might get her back if you let her go, but if you don't, you're definitely you're definitely not getting her back. Yeah. Advice with Connor. Okay. And if you might, then you might not as well. So fucking go parent. Could be a little bitch for everyone else. So this is the next one. This is going to surprise the fuck out of you. It's so obscure and out there that it's on a website called irishcentral.com. Okay? So the title is Blank in sumo wrestler suit assaults ex who waved at man dressed as Snickers bar. Okay? So, a fancy dress party in one of Dublin's best-known gay bars took a sinister turn when Blank attacked their ex in a row over a dress-up sumo wrestler suit. So, a row in Irish, I'm assuming, is a fight. Okay, so I might be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure it's a male. Is that your actual answer? Do you want to hear some more? I think it's a male. Okay, let me reread this title to you. Woman in sumo wrestler suit assaults ex-girlfriend who waved at a man dressed as a Snickers bar. You got me. That was a good one, right? You got me. So that's one wrong for Connor. Let me read this story to you. It's actually pretty interesting. Okay, let's hear it. So, uh, a year... After a year of acrimony following their bad breakup, Sandra Talbot, 33, assaulted Martin with a bottle hidden under her costume in a fit of rage at a George pub. Holy shit. So, uh, a Dublin court heard that Talbot lashed out at Martin in a row, which I'm assuming is fight, that began over the wrestler's suit that Talbot was wearing. The fight escalated as the victim waved at a man dressed as a sick Snickers bar. <laughs> what a fucking ridiculous way, man. Yeah, that's fucked. Uh, left with a large lump on her temple and still suffered from manic or from panic attacks because of her incident. Manic attacks. So, uh, Talbot denied any physical contact, and Martin had said Martin had ruined her life. So, that's pretty freaking crazy. Yeah. Um, is there any more stories? That was a good one. I have a uh, six more. Okay. So that's basically out of ten. Sweet. I think maybe out nine. nine. Out of nine. Sweet. So, uh, <clears throat> so far, if you're keeping score, Connor has two right and one wrong. Okay. <coughs> so this one, this one is pretty interesting. It's on HuffingtonPost.com. It's posted January 9th, two thousand and eight. And this episode this is, is sponsored by Beatrice one. Chocolate Milk 1%. Don't even joke about that. I would drink the shit out of that stuff if oh, they sponsored us. Please. I would drink nothing but that chocolate milk. Um, anyways. Martin Lawrence, we got Beatrice. And Beatrice, we got Martin Lawrence. Martin so Lawrence. Help each other. Help come have some chocolate milk. Chocolate milk. Come help us have some Martin <coughs> Lawrence. So uh, <clears throat> this next one is titled A Corpse, A Check, and a Bizarre New York Crime. Okay. It's on Huffington Post, okay? okay? Detective Travis Rapp seen his share of corpses, but this was new. Two people wheeling a rigid, pale body down a Manhattan street 
in a red office chair, drawing a crowd of, crowd of suspicious onlookers. Looking out of the window of the restaurant where he was having lunch, Rap initially assumed it was a mannequin or a dummy. He said, I thought it was a joke, honestly. A closer inspection showed that it wasn't. The person was dead, and two of their friends had hauled their corpse to a store to cash their $355 social security check. <laughs> they were arrested before they could get the money. Bedraggled suspects blank and blank were scheduled to appear in court Wednesday night. Police said both people, 65, were petty criminals with long histories of heroin addiction and arrests dating to the 1960s. So were they men? Were they women? Was one a man? Was one a woman? Was the corpse a man or a woman? This will give you, I'll give you three points. Okay, I one. think, I imagine the person in the chair was a man. Okay, that was right. Okay. And I imagine both people who committed the crime are females. Those were both wrong. Fuck. All three were men. That was kind of a trick question. So yeah, God. they dragged a dead body down the street to the chair. Should have known. We had Bernie's three guys. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty bizarre. Um, so right now you're at a dead tie, three right, three Shit, wrong. Man. So you have uh, five more to guess. Hey, either way, I'm right and you're wrong. <laughs> okay, you're gonna like these last couple. I found these specifically for you. Um, this one is also on Huffington Post. I think the rest are on Huffington Post. The title is Blank Suspected of Masturbating in Public on Motorcycle. Okay, that's a guy. A Florida person is being fingered Florida for lewd and lascivious behavior after allegedly masturbating on a motorcycle in their garage while the door was open. I think this is a guy. Blank 50 of Ormond Beach was arrested Saturday night after neighbors told police they saw them sitting backward on the bike engaging in a sexual act of self-gratification. WESH.com reports. The garage door was open and several neighbors said they witnessed the alleged display, including a 13-year-old boy. Did he have the bike running? Uh, it doesn't say. It just said it was in the garage. What was his name? I'm not telling you that. You have to guess. Oh, you just ruined it because you I, said I man initially. So, give me wrong. so that's wrong. Yeah, yeah it was a woman. <laughs> Karen Dilworth. Congrats, Karen Dilworth, you fucking psychopath. <laughs> At least have your garage door closed. <laughs> Don't even say that. That's gross. She's an old woman. Think what you think. Oh, my opinion's yours. <clears throat> this one you can't, like, you definitely can't look at these ones, man. So, <laughs> this one's pretty fucking ridiculous. You might have heard this one because this is pretty ridiculous. Um, a naked blank who vandalized McDonald's says it was a bipolar episode. That's the title on HuffingtonPost.com. Okay. The blank filmed ransacking a Florida McDonald's. Whilst naked, says Blank has very little memory of the incident and that it was a bipolar episode. 
Doctors confirmed that, confirmed that Blank was neither under the influence of alcohol nor drugs when Blank stormed into a Pinellas Park McDonald's in March 24th, wearing nothing but underwear. What kind of underwear? A thong. And this is where it gets tricky, because it might lead you to think one, but it might be the other. Um, <clears throat> according, according to police, the bizarre rampage kicked off after a nearly naked blank allegedly propositioned a McDonald's employee for oral sex in the parking lot and was declined. Fox Tampa Bay reported, blank then entered the restaurant, caused damage to registers and a cookie display, helped themselves to ice cream and french fries. And when police arrived, they resisted. The incident was captured on surveillance video and uploaded with commentary by employees to the internet where it became a viral sensation. Hey, it, it sounds like it's a guy, but I'm going to go with female for the fact that if it was a guy, they'd probably be knocked out or tackled. <laughs> yeah, you think so? I was like, it's a female. You're right. It was a woman. Yeah. I fucked up there because I was trying to... The actual headline is topless woman who vandalized McDonald's. So when I said naked, I said naked, but I didn't think that it would say she was wearing a thong later yeah. on. So, yeah, I might have given you that one there. So, so we're tied. Tied again. Four right, okay, four is wrong. This the tiebreaker? No, there's three left. Okay. There's three more. So the next one is... <laughs> blank allegedly beats... Blank, who farted in Blank's face. Blank? So there's a lot of blanks in that one. So um, there's two people, though, right? Yeah. A South Carolina Blank was arrested Monday after allegedly hitting a Blank, they said, passed gas in their face. Blank 33 told police that 64-year-old Blank came home drunk at about 7.45 p.m. and farted on Blank's visage while Blank was lying on the couch. I don't know what a visage is. Visage? Mm -hmm. uh, according to documents attained by the smoking gun, furious about the blast, Blank left the house but says Blank followed them outside. An argument ensued that allegedly resulted in Blank approaching Blank in threatening minor and <laughs> Blank allegedly punching Blank in the face three times. Jesus, there's a lot of Blanks here. Okay. Both people were charged with disorderly conduct fighting. I think the older one is a male. Okay. And I think the younger one is a female. Fuck. Or they're both guys. Fuck. Which one do you want? I think the first. What's the first? Older one's a, a male. And okay. And the younger one's a female. You got yourself two points there, my friend. Shit. That was a good one. Woman allegedly ble beats man who farted in her face. <laughs> Uh, that was also on HuffingtonPost.com. So out. shout out for the out. weird fucking news that you guys have on Huffington, Thank Post. You, Huffington Post. Thank you so much for being entertaining. Um, there's two left. Okay. And then we can talk a little bit about some comic book stuff and then we can finish oh, this up. Shit. So uh, <laughs> this one's titled Blank Walks Naked Blank on Leash. Um, so authorities are mulling whether to charge a couple. The woman walks the male on the for leash. a sensual sex game. Startled many witnesses. The sight of Blank only wearing a hood on Blank's head and crawling on all fours as a night 
Night what is this? Night clothes wearing Night clothes wearing blank led them down the streets on a leash prompted witnesses to call police on July 29th. The blank's feet were also bound and apparently an unidentified object protruded from blank's anus according to a police report. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's it was a man the and a dog and it's a woman walking it. Why do you know this? Like really, why do you know this? Because I'm putting myself in their shoes. Okay. I know, I know because of the social context of everything that you're saying. If the last one was a man, he would have been tackled or punched. But if it's a woman, she could walk around. So, no one wants to touch a topless. So woman. what you're saying? And then. So what you're saying? Yeah. Double standards. Double standards everywhere. Equality doesn't exist. No, nope, not at you all. You cannot say that women want to be equal because they're not. They're they treated. Equal. They're treated superior. They would never get nope. punched and roundhoused by. Some random person, if they were drunk and belligerent and attacking someone. The thing is, we don't need equality. We need fairness. And that's where this comes into play, because they are getting charged. And they're getting fucked over for their fucked up crimes. So most people get charged. But I think in that situation, if there's a guy naked walking around with a female as a dog, people beat the shit okay. out of him immediately. It was the weirdest day ever, Ohio, Ohio County Sheriff said. This is the same story. After searching the area around the busy intersection wheeling, in Wheeling where the fetishistic couple was seen, deputies identified Barbara Jean, BJ, Gerald, Geraldo, Dello, whatever the fuck, 53, and boyfriend Robert Dale, 56, as exhibitionists. Dale bore ligature marks on his ankles but complained of no in injuries. They said it was consensual sex and consensual sex game. It's pretty hot. Uh, in fact, the couple had a complaint of their own to share with authorities. They were offended that people were stopping and calling them freaks. I agree. <laughs> the district attorney is reportedly reviewing the case and considering whether, whether or not to file a charge of indec indecent exposure. So. <laughs> well. <laughs> okay, what's the next one? <laughs> okay, this one's the last one. This one can either. This one, uh, what are you at? Eight, eight to four. No, this one's going to be worth five points. Okay. So you can win or lose on this whatever last one. Whatever you think, I win either way. But whatever you want to think. <laughs> what do you mean you win either way? <laughs> I'm right. Uh, okay, let's see. <laughs> this one's pretty funny. I forgot I found this one. Okay. Uh, okay. So it is titled, 31-year-old blank accused of posing as high school <laughs> sophomore. Wow. So, uh... Like, never been kissed or whatever? Uh, kinda, yeah, yeah. actually. Uh, a 30-year-old blank is accused of pretending to be a high school student for almost an entire year. Blank was enrolled as a sophomore at New Life Christian School in Longview, Texas. Police said that blank began attending classes after blank posed as an orphaned 15-year-old. <laughs> Blank even found a family to take them in. <laughs> wow. That's scary. A <laughs> uh, spokesperson for the school said that Blank was brought in to enroll with a person who was their guardian. Blank enrolled in the school, giving a date of birth that indicated Blank was 15. On Tuesday, staff at the school discovered their identification was fake. Blank had been a student there since October 2013. Oh my god. Um, it sounds like a female. 
Police say Johnson identified themselves as blank, the same alias they used to enroll at the school. Uh, blank takes reliving their high school days to a whole new level. Uh, the revelation of their true identity came as a nasty shock to the school community. Um, Tamika Lincoln took Blank in after the woman claimed this person was abused by their biological father, who passed away. Uh, Lincoln, who went so far as to meet with Blank's 10th grade teachers, was distraught over the discovery. So this person, Tamika Lincoln, took this person in because they said that they were beaten by their biological father. And went as far as going to their uh, student teacher meetings, PTA meetings, posing to be their guardian. Um, I just don't know why they did it. Why put yourself and others at risk to do something like this? I have deep concerns about their being, who we don't know who they are, and they're out there at the school. Teachers are crying and students were crying, and their best friends just couldn't believe it. Blank was arrested on charges including failure to identify, giving false, fictitious information. So it's a, a female. Positive. I'm positive. It is totally a woman, but you need to take a picture. You need to look at this picture. <laughs> what? Yeah, right. Somebody thought that this person was a 15-year-old child. Like she's 40. 31. Okay. <laughs> so you get that one. You got... You got that one right. You so I got another five points. Got, wow. Uh, not 23, 13 to Shit. four. I did good. That was a pretty fun one, eh? Yeah. That was a good time. Thanks for listening to our game. We okay. will talk a little bit more. If you, so, if you have time, do you have well, a lot more time or do you have no bit, more time? I, a fair I found what? a couple more lists here we can talk about too if you really want. Let's just quickly say uh, what comic did we both buy today that everyone should pick up? Okay, so written by Charles Soule, drawn by Steve McNiven. Charles Soule is one of the greatest fucking comic book writers that's out there right now. He just signed an exclusive deal to Marvel Comics for Death of Wolverine, which kind of makes me happy because I like the stuff he's doing over at Marvel, but it makes me really depressed because of the shit he's doing over at DC. Like, like I think he's currently writing Swamp Thing. Oh, yeah. So, your favorite writer. One of my favorite writers is moving over, and hopefully somebody can take over Swamp Thing and do something good with them, not murder it. I don't know. DC Entertainment, if you're listening, DC Comics, I am right here. I would love to write Swamp Thing. Yeah, I'd love to draw. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, Marvel Comics, I'd love to uh, draw Doctor Strange if you do a new imprint, so please. <laughs> please. So, I'll play him. I'll do him. Anything. Death of Wolverine. Do you think Wolverine's going to actually stay dead this time? Until 2016. Yeah, I told you about that interview, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Damon Wayans, by the way, is supposed to play Robin in a movie. Was he actually? You were just on that page. I didn't know if that was Robin or some other movie. Yeah, it was Robin. Really? But never happened. That's pretty cool, actually, now that I think about it. Um, what do you think about The Rock being cast as Black Adam? Oh, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. He'll put his heart and soul. It's like Gambit being uh, Channing Tatum or vice versa, I guess. Really? You yeah. think he's going to do a good Gambit? Only because they're so devoted to the character and 
if you're devoted to your character. Does Channing Tatum like comics? Yeah, he loves Gambit. I didn't even know that. Do you think uh, he's going to do Gambit with the accent? Yep, he has to. If he doesn't? Well, he'll be crucified. (laughs) Fucking right, he will. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I mean, I could see him doing a good job. I just, I really hope he does the accent because... That's what Gambit is to me, ever yeah. since, especially the 90s cartoon, that's the thing about those car- cartoons, is those voices, those images have solidified those characters. Mm-hmm. I can't read a Batman comic without hearing Kevin Conroy's voice. Yeah. Can't read, well now, I can't read a Spider-Man comic without hearing Drake Bell's voice, which is fucking weird, because of Ultimate Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But he just, he does a really good Peter Parker. And, it's like uh, Miles Morales, he's Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, busting out the Troy, Troy, Troy. Spider-Man. So, uh, Troy, Troy, Troy. Troy. Troy not bed in the morning. Um, Can he call it in the night time? Exactly. <laughs> the bad sons. So, um, what else was I going to ask you? Dead silence. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's like uh, Gambit and Rogue in X-Men. After watching the animated series mm-hmm. in the 90s, can't hear them without the accents. I can't. That's yeah. why, like, what's her name did such a good job with Rogue in the X-Men movies. Uh, yeah, I thought she did a pretty good job, but, like, her She should be a leader of the X-Men, not, not some kid who's learning. But that's, that's the way she's always been. She was always a kid, right? But that's the thing is, like, in the TV show, she was, like, assuming roles ASAP. Whereas yeah. in the movie, they wanted to develop characters a bit more and stuff. That's just how movies work, right? True. So, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, they turn out okay. Um, we have a couple lists here we can check out. <laughs> My favorite one is... Uh, Eleven depressing things about the French, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. All right, let's do that. We can do that one. We can do uh, what else is there? Two lists. No, he's not. What? Breaking news! Breaking news! According to Zergnet.com, Jason Momoa is confirmed as Aquaman. Do we know that for a while? No, he's confirmed now, and I definitely, I am not excited about that. I don't, I don't know. I really hope he can do it, but like he's got some pretty wonky eyes, that guy, and wow. it's going to be really hard to take like a really serious character serious if they're looking in two directions at once. And I know that's really judgmental, and that's really shallow, but that's just the way I like Holy can shit. can never see Aquaman with wall eyes. So. Breaking news allegedly. John C. Riley is playing Richard Ryder Nova in the upcoming Nova movie. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> oh, let's do this Pamela one. Pamela Anderson will be playing Carol Danvers, Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, in the upcoming Miss Marvel movie. Let's do let's do this one. Okay. That sounds interesting. And then uh, I'll let you pick one. So these are lists that have already been made that you can access online by clicking on random links. It'll take you to random links. But for your courtesy, we'll, we'll be courteous and read them to you. We'll read them to you, but I will also ask Connor some questions what about them. What did Bane almost look like? Uh, I don't know. Do you want me to look at that one? Let's look at Fresh Prince. Let's look at that one 
just to see out of curiosity. You want to see the Fresh Prince one for sure? Yeah. Unless you want to do a different one. <laughs> 12 questions left by the stupidest Superman ever. No, we'll watch. Well, I'll save this list and we can look at it next time. Because there is one that actually would be accurate to what we're talking about right now. Yeah. Which is this one. 10 roles Dwayne Johnson was born to play. So that one, you know what, do you have, do you I, have to I've leave actually, pretty quick? I, I've read that one, do so. Do you have to leave pretty quick? Yeah. Like we can get you bit. going pretty quick? Yeah. We'll do this one quick, and then we'll check Bane, and then we'll read the uh, most depressing things about Fresh Prince. To end on a low note. To end on a low, <laughs> low note. Um, what the fuck, get out of here. <clears throat> this one is called, 10 Terrifying True Stories That Deserve Horror Movie Adaptations. So as you know, Connor, really enjoy the good horror movie. Yeah. It is almost impossible for me to... Um, and I don't. And you don't. And it's almost impossible for me to find a horror movie or concept that genuinely scares me. And uh, it's really difficult to find something that actually makes me, like, be afraid to fall asleep at night. Okay. Um, we're going to talk more about this stuff uh, in October because we are going to have a supersized Halloween podcast. And by supersized, I mean over an hour. I might not be here. You will be here. You get out of here. Oh, it's a movie. You can Skype in. Is it actually a movie? You better not be a movie. I want to see a list. See, that's the bad thing about doing this stuff on the fly sometimes is... You don't know what you're getting into until last minute. This looks a little bit too long. Yeah, I will we're going to a different list. I will you can look up 10 terrifying list. true stories if you're actually interested. Well, we'll talk. I'll read about it and I'll talk, we'll talk about it. Up. Let's see what Bane looks like. No. Oh my I'm god. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a Donna Matrix. He does. He looks like a... Look up um, what Bane almost looked like in The Dark Knight Rises. And it is on screencrush.com. Uh, written by Mike Sampson, and the costume looks... Uh, I'm going to be on PC here and say it looks fucking retarded. You have a pretty mouth on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a good one. Yeah. I kind of like the way that they went with his mask, but I still... I don't know. I wish they would have just went with a straight-up like luchador mask. Bros. I really would have been stoked on that, but... I mean... What can you do? Past is the past, future is now. Nolan does what he Nolan does. Okay, funnierdie.com. Eleven most depressing storylines in The Fresh Prince. I'm gonna go ahead and say that his one with his dad was one of the fucking saddest. Number ones. one, Will has no father and mother, and a mother who only sees him once a year, despite being related to a wealthy Bel Air family. Okay, that's a depressing aspect. Yep. Uh, Hillary's fiance dies when proposing to her. Yeah, that was pretty fucking depressing. I remember watching that, and I was like, "Wasn't he like skydiving? There's like skydiving or something." Okay. Some weird freak accident, and she was just devastated for a really long time. That was a really dark fucking show. Uh, despite all his charisma, Will has one friend, a possibly handicapped vagrant with a medical problem, in which he's unable to let sunlight into his eyes. So, the joke there is they're talking about Jazzy Jeff because he always wears sunglasses. Oh. <laughs> He's not actually, like, what is it, uh, possibly handicapped vagrant. <laughs> That's kind of funny, but 
Carlton spends his entire life dreaming of going to Princeton, only to attend a local state university. Wow, that's pretty sad. That is pretty sad, especially with like such a wealthy father and family. Number five, Will dominates the high school basketball world, draining shots from half court and attracting scouts from all over the nation, only to attend the same college as Carlton. His basketball aspirations long gone, he's forced to bust tables at a student center. Jeez, this is heavy. Yeah. Nikki suffers from a pituitary gland disorder, prompting him to grow uncontrollably. <laughs> so basically the joke is, from one season to another, he went from being like a baby, baby to like five or six years old. Which is pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Um, Uncle Phil employs a servant. Why is that depressing? Yeah. He's like... Oh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey's like the, the greatest way, part Jeffrey of the show. Jeffrey is actually uh, David Cho's new servant. He pays him in real life. Yeah, he hired him as like his actual servant. That's crazy. Yeah. He actually was he ever actually a servant or was he just no, an he was actor? Just an actor but and he, he just pays him to do it because yeah, he's an actor. Pays him enough That's David so Cho's funny. The richest artist on earth. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, number eight, Uncle Phil's servant regularly emasculates him in front of his family. which... That's true. That's, I noticed that. Uh, nine, Will gets shot. Realizes his own mortality, prompting him to rush into marriage. When he finally second guesses it, his estranged mother marries his fiance's father, ruining any glimmer of hope for his relationship. I remember that, actually. This this show did have some heavy stuff. No doubt. What was the one that we were talking about the other day that had some really fucking heavy storylines? Do you remember? No. You remember we talked about some something. It was early. a TV show? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, okay, let's see. What else? <clears throat> Number 10. Despite being a successful television personality, Hillary has emotional dependency issues that result in her being unable to move out of her parents' home. Fair enough. Um, 11. Uncle Phil has a heart attack, yet his family continues to make fat jokes at his expense. Oh, yeah, I remember that episode. That's to get him to quit eating, though. It's weird, though. They didn't mention, like, one of the saddest things when, uh, I, I, like, almost cry when I see this scene, but it's basically Will's dad, like, shows up and then ditches, and then he asks Uncle Phil, like, why doesn't he want me? Oh, yeah, and you know what? That, that was actually, like, uh, it was, like, a live take, yeah. and I guess the reason it was so emotional was because... It reminded Will of his actual father leaving him when he was a kid. Jesus. I saw that somewhere. Yeah, sad. Uh, let's 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 look at one more to end it on a happy note. Yeah. One one quick one. Um, let's look at ten Marvel roles that were perfectly cast. Okay. We'll yeah. uh, we'll end it on like let's, a let's a happier note. Kobe Smothers. 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 Smothers, which she does. Fake Canadian. Um, let's see. I really like these lists. These are like my favorite things about the internet. Is so last people one was from Funny or Die. Go through the effort. Up. Funny or Die. Eleven most depressing things about the Fresh Prince. Um, this one is going to be from RantLifestyle.com. It's ten Marvel actors who were perfectly cast. <clears throat> so hopefully this is actually a compiled list on one page, and I don't have to click through like a slideshow. Oh, you will. Who do you think? Let Let's see your thoughts first while I'm clicking through this. Oh, who do you think? Robert Downey Jr. is a perfect cast. RDJ is like yeah. the greatest 
Tony Stark, anybody can ask for. Um, Chris Hemsworth is a perfect Thor. Yeah. Because he's just like that arrogance, but also humble and, and at a point. Uh, I think the whole universe is perfectly cast. I don't care for some characters, but... I think the best Hulk casting was definitely Mark Ruffalo as yeah. Bruce Banner. The Incredible Hulk's an awesome movie. I've never seen it. It's great. I tried watching it once, and I, I couldn't finish it. Yeah, I just got bored with it. hard the first time, and then you watch it and you realize what the magic it is. I don't know. Mark Ruffalo, like, as Bruce Banner, just kind of... It was just perfect for me. My favorite casting, I think, is... Um, well, obviously, Thomas Jane is Punisher. Yeah. And, and if anybody ever has second doubts about the Punisher movie... Go on YouTube and search up uh, Punisher Dirty Laundry, I think it's called. It's really disturbing, so um, it's R-rated. Don't have kids watch it or anything like that. And or if you do. can't handle really graphic stuff, just be noted. There's some pretty fucking graphic stuff. Did you ever watch that one that I no, sent you? No, not yet. It is fucking crazy i will show you it after we finish the podcast and then you can go but it's seriously it'll change your mind on him as the punisher in a heartbeat he'll be and uh my second one is uh wesley snipes as uh blade blade uh, that's like perfect. the perfect casting for blade i love what they did with them okay so this list number 10 is chris hemsworth as thor which, honestly <clears throat> i like him um I don't. He's big, handsome, blonde, bald. Yeah, I don't really. I can't really think of anything Col that about him that I just don't like. Colby Smothers uh, as Maria Hill. That's a good one. That's like, number nine. She's not that important, but. Well, yeah, that's you know, that's the thing that, too. Is, she's she's a great actress, but I really didn't find her character in the Avengers all that. No. Good. Um, Even at Earth Mightiest Heroes, like she's decent. She's a cutie, but you know. Jeremy Renner? Really? They He's have Jeremy Renner on this Clint list? Barton. That's that's Hawkeye. Yep. They have him as Hawkeye as yep. a perfect casting. I guess he was a pretty good casting as Hawkeye. I've never really been a Hawkeye fan though. Apparently there's a scene that's supposed to happen in uh Winter Soldier. I don't you haven't seen it yet, eh? Hey? No, I haven't yet, but you can spoil it. So Spoilers. basically it's supposed to be like um a big spoiler is basically S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of like gets infiltrated from the inside and you find out that all of S.H.I.E.L.D. is basically evil and turning on Cap and trying to take him down. And like Crossbones is one of the people who's like a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent who isn't Crossbones yet. He gets like real fucked up near the end. And like a bunch of people become villains and you don't know they are villains because they're just working under S.H.I.E.L.D. And uh, Hawkeye is sent to take down Cap because he's part of S.H.I.E.L.D. He's an agent. And then when they send him, they basically have this long chase or whatever. And then right as, uh, like, Clint Barton, like, Hawkeye gets up to Cap, he whispers to him, like, uh, hit me so that so it looks like this is real or something like that. And then Cap's supposed to hit him. And then he basically gives him, like, some info on how to get out. And you think that basically Hawkeye's after him, but they're actually working together. And he's just making it look as if, like, they're playing S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. Yeah. So, like, if he would have taken that role, I think they would have expanded. And that just didn't more. happen. No, he didn't want to. So, that sucks. Yeah. It's his own fault. Like, he has to start 
looking for any opportunity to expound in himself as a character. I don't think he really cares about the character that much, though. And I, don't, I, I kind of felt that as he played him. He was just kind of there. Anthony so, Hopkins was Odin? I guess so, was he? <laughs> yeah, he was. He's a great Odin. He's pretty intense. Actually, he doesn't look like him, though. I don't think I watched... I watched Thor, but that was when it first came out. I haven't seen Thor 2 yet, yeah, which is sad because I'm a like. comic book fan. Both movies I hated at first, but I love now. Um, but I just have patience and sit through. Let's see. Number six is Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner. My boy. I st- seriously think he's got to be the greatest Bruce Banner. Uh, oh, there's a quote here. Joss Whedon says, it's be- says it best. Quote, that's the thing about Mark Ruffalo. He doesn't look like a guy who couldn't hurt a fly. He looks like a guy who has decided not to hurt a fly. When it's yeah. phrased that way, it actually sounds like perfect, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the best way to explain Mark Ruffalo. Also, 13 going on 30. Am I right? Oh, my God. <laughs> Great movie. I've seen that movie so many times with my girlfriend. Red Razzles. Uh, Red Razzles. Uh, Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson as Natasha Romanoff. Yeah, the, she's good. The black I never widow. cared about the character in the comics. I, anyway, I never so. did either, but I think for what she's doing, she does it perfectly. She's a sexy assassin who... Yeah. You know, and she's gonna have stingers in the next done. movie, so she will be a black widow. Is she really? Yeah, she's gonna have two uh, stinging batons or stun batons. That's pretty cool. Tom Hiddleston is Loki. Of course, a lot of people love. Oh, moms get so Loki, wet over and Loki. and I don't I don't understand the appeal of Loki. Oh, like complex. The only Loki I've ever liked in any form of any media. No, I'm not even just talking comic books. I mean, like that, the character in mythology period is uh, what's his name. The guy who plays Agent Coulson. Oh, yeah. Where he's Loki in Supernatural. Oh, okay, yeah. The trickster. Yeah. I think he's Loki. And he could just be a trickster. I don't know. Yeah. It's the same thing, though. Like, it's... What an odd connection. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So, yeah. Check out Supernatural. I hope they don't, don't have Agent Coulson on this because he's not a character. Mm, he He's really good for what he is, though. Perfect casting. Samuel for Jackson is Nick Fury, exists. so that's a number three, and obviously that's perfect casting, but like, Literally yeah, like he said, him. it was made for him. We talked about that the last podcast. Um, Chris Evans is Steve Rogers. Yeah. Who do you prefer, Chris Evans as Captain America or as a Human Torch? Oh. Uh, they're both pretty good. I think I like him more as Steve Rogers. Yeah. Because he can play, like, he looks like a wiener, but then you see that he's not actually, just like, some loser. He actually cares. It's yeah. perfect. I used to get him mixed up with uh, Channing Tatum a lot, and yeah, I don't know why. They it just kind of looks similar. Um, your boy, RDJ, is Tony Stark is number one, obviously. Yeah, so basically, they just said all the Thor actors and Avengers actors. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> your favorite uh, Doctor Strange, me, of course. My favorite Doctor Shout Strange. Out to Marvel, please hire me. Shout for out to anything Marvel. to do with that movie. I don't care. So uh, that would be. What is this? This I need to look at this one now too. It's one more, and then I'll show you Punisher and then we'll get one. So uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's this is our second podcast. I'm I'm having a lot of fun doing this every week with you, Word. with Connor. Uh, really hope you guys are listening to these and liking it. Um, I think pretty quick we'll have an Instagram set up where we'll take pictures of us potting and I'm not doing it. random stuff we talk about. What do you mean you're not doing it? I'm not running an Instagram. Oh, I, I have, I'll, I'll do it. You have an Instagram that you don't even fucking I know. run. Yeah. Social media is I'll fucked. do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. 
<laughs> so uh, we'll let you guys know the next time. I am actually, we haven't even put out the first pod yet because Ooh. I am trying. Yeah, that's terrible. I'm still trying to get a theme song made up and uh, we're still trying to figure out what to do. It's probably going to sound pretty lame when we release it, but <sighs> it's going to exist. It's going to be its own thing. And uh, hopefully, Say hopefully you guys enjoy are enjoying this and uh, let us know what you think. Show some friends if you like it. And uh, it's two boys. It's two, two bad sons. Two boys, two mics. And two microphones. And a computer. And a computer. And a room. And, and some electricity. Room, some electricity. We need a lot to do this, yeah. actually, now that I think about it. Hopefully this one sounds a lot better than the, the last one. And uh, the next one, we will have something. New topics, new fun stuff to talk about. And uh, just keep listening. And uh, hopefully we get to talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Au revoir. We need a sign-off. This is kind of funny because we don't have a sign-off. Au revoir. Let's just go. Say, say your, your famous saying here at Hard Pressed. Say la vie.